Good morning. Uh, so we continue through our Advent and Christmas message series called Unpacking Your Nativity. And so far, you can see over here on my left, we have unpacked Mary, uh, and we have unpacked Joseph. Uh, and today, do we have a young volunteer? Do we have a young boy, young girl, uh, who might want to come up and help me with something? Uh, we're looking, you look young, but we're looking for a little younger. Yeah, yeah. You would, you would. Okay, come on up. We're not getting any other volunteers. This is Andy, so go ahead and uh, unpack our nativity. It is, and bring out, next, and tell us what it is. What's our next nativity? It's an angel. Oh, uh, here, let's come over here and set it up. Uh, maybe off to the side, like right here. Not an angel, right? Oh, that's an angel. It had to be an angel. Yeah, he'll not, not. try not to cover Mary up completely. Because that wouldn't be right. There, she thank you. To see it too, right? Yes. Hey, good, thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. In fact, can you uh, can you imagine the Christmas or nativity story without angels? Uh, how many of you have at least one angel Christmas ornament on your tree? Okay, maybe even on top. Anyone have an angel on top? Okay, yes, we have a couple with the angels on top. Uh, or how about uh, angels on maybe your Christmas greeting cards? Yeah. Right, yeah. See, some other angels on your Christmas greeting cards. Uh, or this is uh, one of my favorites. Anyone have angels on a Christmas cutout cookie? Right? Frost those angels with thick, rich frosting. Right? Pile it on. Or how about the angels in church or school Christmas pageants? Uh, like we saw even yesterday, five times here at St. Peter. It's hard to imagine Christmas without angels. Uh, in fact, going way back a few years, can you tell which one's me? Say that louder, Andy. Yes, that's my brother who's the sheep, and I'm the angel. That's, I promise, the only time I've worn makeup lipstick and cheek stuff in my life, <laughs> all right? But I always try to convince my wife and children that I've always been an angel. An angel. See? Yes. And you know, we even have angels in our Christmas hymnody. I went through our hymnal and found ten uh, songs that have a prominent part with angels, right? Oh, come all ye faithful, hark the herald angels sing, a great and mighty wonder of the Father's love begotten, go tell it on the mountain. It came upon the midnight clear, angels from the realms of glory, angels we have heard on high, what child is this? And gentle Mary laid her child. And even in the nativity 
narrative in Matthew and Luke. Look at the angels in the Christmas story. Gabriel appears to Zechariah in the temple at Jerusalem and says you're going to have a son, John the Baptist. Then Gabriel appears to Virgin Mary and said you're going to bear a child, are going to be conceived by the Holy Spirit, and that child will be called Son of the Most High. And then the angel appears to Joseph and says, don't divorce Mary. The baby in her is from the Holy Spirit. And then the angel appears to Joseph again in a dream and says, get out of here, all right? Go south, take the family to Egypt. It's not safe here now because of King Herod. And then after King Herod dies, the angel appears to Joseph in a dream again and says, now you can go back. It's safe to go back to Nazareth and Galilee. And today in Luke 2, we are going to look at the angel then joined by the company of heavenly host. And let's unpack God's message to us in these angels. Let's take a look again at our text. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord stood near them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they feared greatly. And the angel said to them, Stop being afraid. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you, who is Christ the Lord. Luke doesn't tell us who this particular angel is. Maybe it was Gabriel, though he said in Zechariah earlier it was Gabriel, and then to Mary it was Gabriel. So we think he would have said this was Gabriel again if it were, but maybe it wasn't. But either way, an angel appears to the shepherds. And when the angel appears, the glory of the Lord, all of the light that surrounds our God, surrounds them. And they're terrified. The angels don't say with their selfie, oh, this is so cool. Can we get a selfie? They fear greatly, just as Zechariah did when he saw Gabriel, just as Mary did when she saw Gabriel, just as the disciples will do later on the Mount of Transfigure when they see the glory of the Lord. But here's what we note when we go through Scripture, that whenever an angel or angelic messengers appear to people of God. The focus is never on the messenger. The focus is always on the message that they bear. And so let's focus on the message this angelic messenger carries from God. Look again at the words in red. Stop being afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. 
doesn't say, I bring you good advice. Or I bring you a good self-improvement plan. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people today, not tomorrow, not sometime in the distant future. Today, in the city of David, that's Bethlehem, a Savior has been born for you, who is Christ the Lord. And lest, lest anyone doubt who this baby is. Notice the three different titles the angel proclaims. He is Savior. The word Savior means one who rescues or one who delivers. This is God's rescuer for us who is going to deliver us from our sin, who's going to deliver us from the bondage of Satan and his evil reign, the one who is going to deliver us from what would be a certain eternity separated from God. He is Savior. And look at the next title. He is also Christ. That's the Hebrew word Messiah. It means anointed one. That this baby is the one who from eternity God set apart to come down and carry out his redemptive plan. And then the last one, this child is none other than the Lord himself. When Moses was at the burning bush in Exodus 3, and he said, Who should I tell the people of Israel has sent me to them? God said what? You tell them, I am has sent you. That's the divine name, Yahweh, or capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, Adonai. Name that's used over 6,000 times in the First Testament. The Sovereign I Am. The very God who was and is and is to come. That's who this baby is. Yahweh, now in the flesh. This good news is so great that heaven can no longer contain itself. And look at how our text continues. Suddenly, there is now with that first angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, Peace among men with whom he is pleased. Can you visualize that? In that evening sky, maybe a mile or two outside of Bethlehem in a field, earth 
heard the most beautiful chorale it had ever heard. When suddenly hundreds, even thousands of angels joined together in praising the birth of the Son of God. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. Do you catch the parallelism? Glory and peace. The glory is in the highest, meaning in heaven. The peace is on earth. The glory is only to God in the highest. The peace on earth is to men. So it's here in this baby that we have the vertical plane, the glory to God in the highest, and also the horizontal plane, the peace on earth among men. And yet, the two planes would not meet the most and the strongest over the crib of this child. But they would be the most together at his cross. There we have the ultimate glory to God and the highest. And there we have the ultimate peace on earth among men. Hark the herald angels sing glory to the newborn king peace on earth and mercy mild God and sinners reconciled. Yeah, there are a lot of things in our lives and in this world today that are trying to take, trying to negate, trying to dampen this good news of great joy that is ours. Whether it's a pandemic, whether it's another senseless school shooting, whether it's destruction and devastation in the heart of our nation from the weather, whether it is a test result or side effects from treatment, whether it's national discord or congregational discord or the loss of a dear family member in the Lord. Nothing can take or dampen this good news of great joy that is ours. And so no matter what's going on in the world around us, no matter what we might be facing right now, in faith we stand and we join with that heavenly throng. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased.
Amen. A couple questions for us now to reflect on as we have unpacked the angel and angels. What has been trying to dampen or steal this good news of great joy from you? And then with that, this heavenly chorus that rang out, how does the Gloria in excelsis most speak to you now? Go ahead and have a conversation moment with those you are worshiping with, and then we'll resume the worship service momentarily.